This week's podcast brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Three cool dudes hanging out talking about music, video games, and sports, and anything else that hits our fancy. Uh, yeah, check them out at www.beefyboys.com or on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you love their logo, you can buy their merch, www.cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. And oh, baby, you know you're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find us on Twitter at beefy underscore boys, and you can find us on Instagram at official beefy boys because it is official. Make us blue check marks, keep following us, and you can find us on Facebook at the beefy boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's beefy. A good podcast requires a good beer. So that's why I always go to my go-to, Keystone Light. If I'm going to the store, I don't want to buy a 12-pack. I want to go for a legit 15-pack. When I go to a party, I don't take Rainier. I take Keystone Light. And you know what? It tastes so good, I'm going to have it right now. Cheers, folks. There's a burp coming in. That's good. What up, my parents? Welcome to episode 117 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. I'm Joe, and I'm joined here with Vita. Yeah. And Christian, I vaguely remember saying he was away this weekend. Do you remember that? I don't remember. He he mentioned it on the last episode, (laughs) right? Why he couldn't go on a date with his lady friend this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vague, vague recollections of that. Of that. So what you been, what you been up to, Vito? Just going to be the Joe Vito show. Your old fireside chats. Oh, you know. Topics, so, you know. We had five Mm. guests last week, down to just the two of us today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, I've just been playing like World of Warcraft and stuff, you know. Yeah. You know me. Are you still switching between the uh, retail and classic or every time I see you yep. you're on the classic train, so okay. Maybe Sunday mornings are your classic days. <clears throat> uh Sunday's like my free day, so I'll like do whatever. Yeah. I see, I see. I see, I see, I see. My week's been crazy. My cat got sick. Oh no. We had to take her to the emergency vet. She's okay. She had eaten, she had been eating hair ties for months apparently. Oh, I saw the pictures. Yeah. So now she's back home and recovering. And I just gotta say, thank God I have pet insurance because, well, first of all, thank God I could absorb the hit because it was six and a half thousand dollars for my insurance bill. But then I got the insurance claim approved this morning, so they paid five and a half thousand of it. So, whew, whew, that's nervous there. Still hot, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I, from what the vet said, it sounds like this is not an unknown problem. So now we're just like terrified. We're just searching the house for any loose hair tie or piece of thread or basically anything smaller than a than a ping pong ball. 
I grabbed, I bought a bunch of like, I want, I was looking for shoebox. Well, I was free. I was just freaking myself out. So I tried to buy like storage containers, I think is what I wanted to search Amazon for, but I couldn't remember what they were called. So I searched for shoe boxes and I just bought the first result, which is like a shoe organizer. So like these things are boxes the size of shoe boxes. Sure. Except they only open from like the narrow side and there's like holes everywhere. So you can attach them to other shoe boxes. So I'm like, these are totally useless for what I need them for. <laughs> uh, I spent all day yesterday like trying to tape over all these like connector holes and stuff so I can just because all I want to do is fill them with junk from around my house you know like hair ties and all the other stuff that accumulates that I don't want my cat my idiot cat to eat Mm-hmm. yeah that's a task for this weekend she's doing really good I was nervous for a while because she didn't poop for like five days but then she let out a huge poop yesterday like she was saving it for me all right, cool. You're all good, little nugget. And now it's just like, uh, well, she went home with four medicines, which was like, it was a lot. It was like, you know, we basically had to feed her, give her medicines like every hand, every three or four hours from 7 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day, you know. Now she's down to two. So, and But she's really back to being herself. She hates her little cone. But we're not taking it off. We tried other stuff. This is actually pretty funny. Well, first of all, she... I don't know if she can't, but she definitely refuses to figure out how to eat or drink water with her cone on. So we've been hand-feeding her everything. And whenever it's medicine time, it's also food time. So she has figured this out. So that means whenever she sees, like, a pill bottle or a medicine drop removed, she gets really excited. It's like, oh, snack time, you know? Yo. She's basically back to being her normal self, which is nice, but also annoying because, like, she's still supposed to be on rest, you know? Yeah. And all she wants to do is run and jump around. It's like, your whole stomach was cut open. You can't jump yet. You gotta wait another 10 days or so. Not good. So when she gets too feisty, we put her in a ferret cage. Then she'll just get bored and lay down. And the other cat was, you know, they get annoyed at each other when they get home from the vet because they smell weird. So there was a lot of hissing. But now oh, they're right. fine. Now they're fine. I still don't... We still have to supervise visits because little Shiva gets so excited that her sister's around and just wants to run and play. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You guys can, like, sniff each other and, like, be near each other, but you can't run and play and stuff. Just like... Daddy, I'm a kitten. That's all I want to do is chase my sister around. Lock me in this cage for years. R and I have this running joke that cats don't understand time. And they're very melodramatic <laughs> about it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So she's like, I've been locked in this cage for ten years already. What did I do to deserve this crime? She would spend six <laughs> hours. <laughs> Dude, our cats have been going crazy, like zooming. Just oh, like zooming. Zooming, zooming. Chasing, bapping, zooming, and scratching. Yeah. It's been pretty uh, interesting to watch. It certainly didn't help that we had, like, two thunderbolts the other day, too, and my cat's True. thunder. And I'm like, oh, can, not, can not, like, the one thunderstorm a year we get happen right now? Like, <laughs> Yeah, God. totally. Oh, my God, the first day we brought it home from the vet was, like, a disaster, you know? 
We were not prepared. Yeah. We got like a baby gate set up, but then like it had a little, it had like a two inch slot on the side. And we're like, they can't get through that. And they can't, but they thought they could. So both of them got stuck in the sides of this baby gate, like at the same time. Like, oh my God, guys. <laughs> and then like little Shiva like immediately escaped from her cone. And I know you don't work at a vet's office, but if you've ever had to put one of those cones on a cat, it is not easy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine, yeah. Now we've adapted. <laughs> After we tried everything else, we tried like a recovery suit, but we got nervous because she was still trying to lick and bite at her wound through it. We tried this other collar that I bought on Amazon. She got that off even faster and seemed to hate it even more than the plastic cone. It could have also <laughs> been that she was in a really feisty mood, you know? This is pretty funny. We put her in the recovery suit. It was like baby blue. And then I didn't trust it, so we put her in the cone as well when we went to bed. When we woke up, she had escaped from the suit, but the cone was still on. It was like a total <laughs> Houdini move. I still have no idea how she did this because, like, you have to pull it over her head and then you cinch it around their neck, right? And then all four paws go through it. So she didn't pull it back over her head. She couldn't have because the cone was still on. So she must have stepped through it somehow. I have no idea how she got out of that blue suit, huh, babe? Uh-uh. Well, it was magical. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's just back to being her regular self. Well, she's healing up nicely. And, oh, R, I didn't know if I told you, but the True Panion's covering 5500 What? Uh, the pet insurance. Oh, cool. They sent me an email this morning, so. That's exciting. So now it's just like... Try not to get frustrated at the cat time, you know? Because like, I know all you want to do is run around, little baby, but you can't. Yeah. You can't. She seems to accept, like, we're hoping she'll learn a lesson. I know, haha, it's a stubborn-ass cat. But, like, when she's in the ferret cage, she usually doesn't run around because there's nowhere to go, you know? Like, sometimes she'll play in her litter box because it's, like, the only toy, quote-unquote, she has in there, you know? But pretty much yeah. she'll just lay down right away. <laughs> It's just like, that's what you need to do. Just rest. Just rest and heal, baby. Just rest and heal. And then, like, you know, having two cats was nice most of the time because it made it really easy to uh, keep them socially satiated, you know, because they could entertain each other. But now, little Bahamut is getting very lonely out here, you know? <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. no one comes to see me anymore. Hello. Sometimes she'll come to the door and just meow and meow. And, you know, as soon as you come out, she's like so nuzzly and affectionate. So I try and make time for both my cats, but it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, that's pretty much the surgery was on Monday. So, yeah, that's pretty much since I last saw you what I've been doing. That's about it for cat talk. For this week's cats, section of yeah. cat talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you uh did you see the trailer for the Final Fantasy Seven expansion here? I'm watching it right now. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, let me send it to you. There's a uh, well, it's free on PlayStation Plus this month. We both already have it, but they're upscaling it for PS for PS Five. 
Oh, it does look much better on PS5. I think it's running in 60 frames, too. That's impressive. Oh, ray tracing. Fancy. Much nicer textures. Maybe I'll play this game again. This game was very good. And uh, they're, they're adding new characters. Two new characters, in fact. One oh. you should know from previous games. Right. Good old Yuffie. The other character is, like, brand new. I feel like Yuffie is, like, a fan favorite character for some reason. No, I, I always hated her. I thought she was Never obnoxious. noticed her. Yeah. It's not not one of the ones that, not one of the characters I actually remembered from my Oh, she's first an playthrough. optional character too. You don't have to recruit her. Mm-hmm. The first time I played I recruited her, but I didn't recruit Vincent. But I never played as her. I may have played as her. I don't know. I, I honestly am not sure if I ever actually ago. finished the game. Really? Yeah, because I was still a kid at the time, right? So like I, like, I can't remember now if I actually ever finished the game or if it was just, like, a good ending point and I just, like, didn't know where to go or something. I actually have a great story about that. When I played it when I was, like, 13 or 14 or whatever, I think I was in middle school at the time, it was in my dad's house. My dad had the PlayStation my mom had the N64. So, uh, they're adding a photo mode. That's gonna... That's gonna get creepy. Anyway, to... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, he looks pretty cool. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I, I played at my dad's house and the final, final level in that uh in seven original, they give you like a save crystal that you can use to form a safe point anywhere. Yeah. And I was a dumb kid and I didn't really play RPGs, so I didn't think to save this thing. So I used it at like the very top of the dungeon. Which was stupid because I could have just left the dungeon and saved, right? Yeah. Which means if I died, I was going all the way back to the top of the dungeon, right? That's funny, I got yeah. all the way down dungeon to the last boss fight, and we lost power. At my house. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I never went back. <laughs> I finished it as an adult, though. <laughs> when I was uh, on the fishing boats, I had a lot of downtime, you know? A lot of downtime, so... I played through uh, on my PSP, on my trusty old PSP, 7, 8, and 9, like right in a row. Yeah. 8 was better than people remembered. I did not care for 9. I think 9 is vastly overrated. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy 7, Intergrade. Fall Guy Season 4 comes out soon, too. That's going to be exciting. Huh? When is Fall Guys Season 4 launching? Alright, can I complain about the internet right now? Specifically the video game internet. Sure. You know when you Google something like so-and-so's release date or free PS Plus games this month and the first Google result is a headline like Fall Guys Season 4 release date revealed and you click on it and it says we speculate it will be released sometimes in the early March. That's that's not a re release date reveal. That's you guessing. <laughs> you don't know what the release date is. <clears throat> you just lied to me. 
Very annoying. Very annoying. Anyway, that should be sometime this week. That's exciting. I've been playing Judgment a lot, too. This Judgment is, uh, I don't know if I talked about it yet. It's from the Yakuza, Yakuza people. It's basically a Yakuza game, except you're not, it's not like a mob story this time. It's a detective story. So you play as like a detective and you have to like investigate crime scenes and stuff. It's not, it's not like literally it's like, look around this picture for the things we told you to look for. Or like find the right. suspect. He's wearing a blue tie and has short black hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the storyline is interesting. And then you have your classic Yakuza trappings of, you know, like arcade beat em up action and mini games. This one's all about drone racing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. It's this, these games really scratch. The, the, they're like the perfect games for me because I love games with checklists of shit to do that you can just get it done, you know. And I love distractions. Like, I'm 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 always a side quest person, you know. To the point, it's like you don't even really need a main quest, you know. You could just have. I want someone to do that. I want someone to release a game that doesn't even really have a main quest. I guess like that's like what Stardew Valley is, I suppose. But Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim has a main quest. You just figure out the Dragonborn stuff. Yeah, but nobody actually plays the main quest. Yeah. I finished all the side quests in Skyrim. That took a very <laughs> long time, like 300 hours. Sky, even Skyrim is too open-ended for me. Like, if it didn't have a main quest, I probably wouldn't play it. Oh, yeah. Oh, but did you play, would you, did you play, like, Factorio and those kind of games that don't have any main quests? That's different. I played it, like, multiplayer. Mm, I suppose. Anyways, I heard a great game pitch the other day. You ready for this? It's a Mario game in the style of GTA or Yakuza. So it's an open world Mario game, but with like distractions everywhere. So like you can go over here to like the Coliseum and you just play Smash Bros. Or you go over here and you go golfing. Or you go over there and it's like, let's play a board game and it's Mario Party, you know? How awesome mm-hmm. would that be? <laughs> How awesome. I mean, it's Let's basically like arcade games. Or, or kart. Yeah, but there's also like the mainline Mario game happening, you know? And you're just like wandering around the hub city. I love you been playing Mario 3D World, although less so this week. I finished it, and now I have to get every green star to unlock the next uh, batch of levels. Oh. So I'm probably going to do eventually, but I guess it's all about Yakuza right now. And like trying to cat-proof the house, you know, like just like move all the stuff to the basement. Anything the cat might eat, which apparently was a lot more than we thought because she's an idiot. is itchy so what else has been going on man we only got 17 minutes there's got to be more to life than sick cats and been working a lot video games yeah yeah just been tired from work mostly mm. so just been doing that world of warcraft yeah doing more bosses and next um 
we're on the last boss in uh, Heroic um, Nathria right now in retail. So there's that. Yeah, I don't know how you how you have time for all that. That's crazy. That is well, crazy. Well, I, I just don't do anything else in those games for yeah, the most part. Yeah, that's fair. You just run like So I just show up to raid. And how do you yeah, keep so on, the, show up on to raid the loot treadmill, though, you know? That's the loot treadmill is, is doing the raid. How, uh, so you just do the Oh, I see. You're like at content level. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Is well, I thought wasn't Nax Nax Ramus from Burning Crusade or? No, it's the last one before Burning Crusade. Oh, it's the last one from original. Oh wait, Wrath of the Lich King was that before Burning Crusade? N no. So it was Burning Crusade and then Wrath of the Lich King and then Cataclysm, yeah. which is the one everyone hates. Although everyone hates BFA and Legion, from what I understand too. Top 10 WoW expansions. <laughs> oh, I'm cracking myself up over here. Cracking myself up. Up, up, up. I got some pretty great photos of, like, my wife hand-feeding our cat. And, you know, her just in her cone of shame. The cat, not my wife. Could you imagine? There's a, like, a bit for you. A human that has to wear a cone after surgery like a dog. Like that's, I don't know, you just scratch with your hands. That doesn't work. You have to wear mittens. <laughs> <laughs> to wear like balls around your hand, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Alright, well, I don't really have any other content. I guess to talk. Have I talked oh, about actually, the snake. No, you talked that you were thinking about getting one. Did you guys actually get one? Yeah. So we got a ball python, and um, it's real cute. <laughs> it pokes its head out. We fed it its first uh, mouse today. Okay. And it was just, like, standing straight up and, like, slowly swallowing it. It was pretty funny to watch. Oh, weird. <laughs> Do yeah. you, like, take it out of the cage? Does it, like, to cuddle? Do you pet it? Uh, not yet, because it needs to, like, get ready. Adapt, okay. How big yeah. is it? Uh, like, the, it can curl up into the palm of your hand. Oh. But it's also, like, decent-sized when it's long length out. I'm looking it up. Ball python. They live for 30 years in captivity. Wow. Nice. I honestly don't know that much about it. My wife's been the uh, snake connoisseur. Yeah. What color is it? I'm seeing some cool looking colors here on Wikipedia. Snake colored, is that? It, yeah. <laughs> so it's not. I mean, like I, can't, I, I, I can't see it right now, and I don't remember. I think it was like egg and white. Yeah. Oh, I can get up to Ah, so it's like yellow. Oh, it is yellow? Yeah. Oh, it's like, does it have red eyes? Is it albino? Uh, I don't know. Yellow and brown. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hmm. The internet says they can get up to four feet long. 
Males are tinier than females, huh? Three and a half feet long. So impressive that it can take a whole mouse. Hm. How has the cat been? Does she leave? Does she ignore it? Or he? Uh, it's actually been pretty good. We found a spot where, like, the cat doesn't really look for it. Mm. I'm just there was it. some there was some worry over it um, at its old spot, but we uh, we found a spot where uh, the cat doesn't really bother. The cat just ignores it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's also mess. not really like out much too, so you can't really see it very often uh, while it's still getting used to its habitat. You have a terrarium, like a thirty-gallon tank, or something, like a fish tank, or uh, it's like a plastic box with holes in it. Oh, okay. Okay. And then it's got like a like humidity stuff and temperature stuff to keep it warm and like a heat rock or something. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting. That is. So now you guys have three pets in there: the dog, the cat, and the yep. snake. Wow. A regular Tiger King in training over here. <laughs> Ara and I have been watching uh, Alice in Borderland. Did you watch Appar- it? Apparently, um, the snake threw itself into uh, the water dish by accident. <laughs> Until the cat's water dish? <laughs> it's own? Uh, no, it's own, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do they like water? Um, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Apparently they live in grasslands and forests. Oh, excuse me. They live in grasslands and forests. Oh. It's the smallest of the African pythons. I'm learning a lot about ball pythons right now. It's exciting. It is exciting. Cool, cool. Any other pets on the agenda? Are you guys going to stop at three? Any other exotics? A hedgehog or a sugar glider or something weird? Um, I think she was looking at hognose um, something for a snake. Oh. Cool, cool. That's exciting. Yeah, the cats are the first pets I had that weren't fish, and I don't really count fish as pets. Although, when I lived in Ballard, we had a fish. So, when I lived in Ballard, my roommate Ernie wanted to set up, like, an aquarium. and But he had to go to his fishing boat. So he got the whole thing, like, set up and the pH balance and everything. And then he just bought, like, six, like, feeder fish to dump mm-hmm. them in to see if they survived. Because they're notoriously fragile, you know. They do not adapt yeah. well to new environments. So if they make it through, that means that your normal fish will do just fine. Oh, I just saw a happy little corgi walk by. Anyway... Five of them died, like, immediately. The sixth fish survived. And also, he was using real plants, so we named that fish Henry David Thoreau because it lived alone in the woods. And that fish very much would, like, recognize human faces to the point, like, I would feed him every day when I got up, and this is when I was working at MetMart, so it would be, like, around 11 or 12 every day, you know? That's when he would get fed. And he knew it was me because, like, when I walked past the fish tank at that time in the morning, he would get really excited and start, like, you know, splashing around at the surface, like, food, 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 food. <laughs> anyone else walked by, nothing. He would just be a normal, normal fishy self. It was only me. It, 
to the point where like other people were like, that fish is really excited to see you. And I'm like, it's because I feed it. (laughs) It's why it knows it's time to get fed. (laughs) Like, I didn't realize this either when I was living alone, but it was when Ernie got back. He's like, why does the fish never react like that when I walk by? I'm like, I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think it thinks I'm its God. I give it its (laughs) food, you know? Yeah. Good old HDT. Henry David Thoreau. Shout out to Katie who named that fish for me. It's <laughs> a pretty good name for a fish. Did you name the the snake? Yeah, the name's Zip. Zip? Like Z-I-T-H? Yeah. Is that a cultural reference that I'm not getting? Or? It's a fantasy um, snake, actually, from oh. the Bulgaria. Oh. Bulgaria, did you say? I can't. Yeah, the Bulgaria um, is a series um, oh. by my favorite author, a book series. I um, see. Also, I can't remember if it was a snake or if it was a person who turned it into a snake, but that's because it's been a while. Well, if it's a Nagini, Harry Potter spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cool, cool, cool. Somebody. This this observation has been bugging me, but it was from like a scholar of like folklore, and you know, like a folkloric creature, you know, like a Japanese water demon, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like a, a vampire. You know, there are things everyone knows are fake but could instantly recognize, right? They said the modern example would be a Muppet. Like you know, Muppets aren't real. But if you were at the bus stop and you just saw a Muppet hanging out, you'd be like, yep, Muppets are real. That's a Muppet, you know, and that really tripped me up. <laughs> That's mean, funny. You're right. <laughs> like, I don't like to think of, like, you know, <laughs> things like elves and gnomes like fucking Muppets, but, I mean, I get it. <laughs> Too weird. Too weird. Uh-uh. All right, well. We can wrap up this episode. I don't have anything else to talk about. I should put my head in and make sure my cat hasn't escaped from her cage. We had yeah, to I weigh down. I don't really have much to talk about myself. Oh, either. actually, I, I, we uh, ha- have started watching uh, Alice in Borderlands on or Alice in Borderland on Netflix. Did you watch? Have you watched it? No. It's based on a manga. It's very Japanese. The basic plot <laughs> is uh. Like, these three best friends hanging out in Tokyo, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, dimension swap, basically. So, they get sent to this version of Tokyo where pretty much everybody has disappeared. And every day, you have to go play this game that's usually something very twisted and macabre. And then, depending on the difficulty of the game, you get days of repeat reprieve from playing the game, right? So... And it's very much like, it's very dark, it's very violent. Most of the characters have died by now, and we're only four episodes in, so, you know. Yeah. Reminds me of that one um, anime that had, like, well, I mean, you, you, you don't watch anime, so. But, and I can't remember enough details for anyone to probably get catch out of this anyway. My wife did watch the Death Note Netflix movie. And she like three times because she kept falling asleep to it. So <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very good. But I know people like that anime. anime. Mm. All right. 
Yes, I, I give Alice in Borderland my stamp of approval, at least the first few episodes that I watched. There's only eight, and we watch half of them, so I can't imagine that it suddenly gets way shittier in the second half of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap it up. This has been episode 117, I think, of the Beef and Boys Bud Club. And we'll see you, Knuckleheads, next week. See you.